PBC family, welcome back to another episode of Words from the B-Side with your girl, Coach Nita. So glad you were able to tune in or you hopped on to your RS feed to see what I was talking about this week. Um, This is the last actual episode of 2018. Like it's really getting ready to be 2019. And I think it's so bizarre because as the days kept passing, you know, and you're living life and you're doing things, you don't realize how quickly time is passing until you are at the end of the year and a new year is getting ready to begin. Um, so, yeah, here we are, guys. Uh, I'm actually recording right now on Christmas Day, which still blows me away because actually Christmas didn't feel like Christmas to me because I didn't have a tree or decorations or anything like that. And listen. It's not because I'm a Grinch or a Scrooge or anything like that. I actually adore Christmas. And when I had, um, I don't currently own a home, but when I did, I was so about just putting things out. And so last year when I downsized, I was like, okay, next Christmas, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be out of here. And so all the decorations I bought for um, the place that I was in, I actually threw those away. And when I had to actually stay a little longer to figure out what my next move was going to be, I was like, well, listen, next Christmas, I'm absolutely not going to be here. So I'm not going to buy new decorations. So on top of time passing by super quick, I actually did not feel like it was Christmas. I wrapped my son's gifts last night and my baby girl is at her Nana's house. So I didn't have to wrap her gifts. So look at me, no tree, no nothing, no lights, nothing, just another day. Well, Jesus' birthday, listen, because we don't want to forget the reason for the season. So I've had some much needed R&R. I've been able to just relax and do nothing, do me, get fresh, put some business things into perspective. So it's been a good holiday. Um, I won't say that it hasn't. Um, So anyway, let's hop right into um, our ear to the street segment which is brand new for my listeners. Of course, I always tell you guys that I don't want to talk about things in the news that are negative. Um, I only want to highlight positivity. But you know what? If I'm being honest with myself, there are certain things that I'm just going to want to talk about. So y'all just got to rock with it, whether it be something that is going to really upset you or it's going to be something that brings you joy. Either way, I want to enlighten and bring some words to you that'll make you feel um Like you want to take some type of action, right? So I wanted to get into uh, the New Jersey story of Mr. Andrew Johnson, who was 17 years old, and he was wrestling in a match and a referee made him cut his locks in order to be able to participate. And I'm going to tell you guys something that really bothers my spirit. You know, I saw a lot of comments under the post when I initially saw the post. 
And a lot of the comments from people who wrestle say, oh, his hair was too long and you know, it, it's the rules and da, 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 da. But listen, because I don't know the rules of wrestling, I can't really speak to it from that point. But I can speak to it to this point. I want to talk about the disrespect of African-American kids in this country. And for me, any coach that is coaching a wrestling team is aware of what the rules are. And to me, that coach is the first point of failure because he did not prepare that young man to be in any match with anyone if, in fact, the wrestling rules say you have to have a certain length of hair or you have to have on a certain cap. Because I felt like that young man put his feelings, his personal feelings to the side and he put what he was doing ahead of everything and he allowed those people to cut his hair and he came out victorious even after that, you know, even with the sacrifice. So it was a double win for him, but he never should have been put in that situation and no one should have ever put him in that situation. Even if the referee didn't agree with the length of his hair, they should have took him off to the side and prepped him. If he wanted to wrestle, put his wrestling match later. Take him off to the side and let him prep. Where's the correct cap? Because there is nothing okay about violating a person's personal space and ability to say, I want this. I want to wear my hair like this. I want to do this. I want to do that. How do you have the right to violate? And then they tell us that this was not a racially motivated situation. But in the country that we live in today, I find it very hard to believe that much of what we see in the media is not racially motivated. You know, and I'm not here to bring out Angela Davis tonight and interview her for the world. But I will say that I take a very strong, hard, tough, long look at what is going on with our children. Because I have a 15 year old son and a one year old daughter who has to grow up in this world black. And I think it really is. Um, it's hard as a parent to have to deal with this and deal with the way that things are and deal with the way people treat us because we are darker in skin. And so what I will say is that whoever is surrounding these children and knows that these things are wrong, I charge you to empower yourself to stand up for these children. Because that young man should have never had to make that choice. He never should have had to make that choice. So anytime you see something wrong, call it out. Because these types of behaviors will continue for as long as we don't call things out and say what they are. You have to call things out and make it what it is, make it plain so it can be fixed. And that's the only way we're going to win in these communities of color where they continue to show us how insignificant they feel we are to them. And that's all I'll say uh, to that. But I wanted to highlight that story and I wanted to just commend that young man for even being courageous enough to stand there and allow them to humiliate him like that and make that choice to cut his hair because he really wanted to wrestle. Um, I commend him. I commend him. Okay. So let's get on with why we are here tonight, right? Let's get into our motive. Mm, I'm sorry, y'all. My motivational minutes with coach Nita. This is why we do it. This is why we are here. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about the new year. 
And I know you all who follow me know I am not about resolutions. I'm not about any of that stuff because I really feel in my heart of hearts that resolutions are things we think we're supposed to do because we think that as the new year comes in, we're supposed to be doing these things that are supposed to be making us better. And what I don't like about the resolutions is that we don't stick to the things that we set. So we come into the new year, we in the gym, we eating salads, we drinking, you know, a gallon and a half of water every day. You know, we listening, we reading our Bibles, we going to church, we doing all of these things. And then within the, within the first quarter, we've already dropped off of the things that we decided to implement. So what I like to share with the women that I engage with and, the, and you know, the women who become my clients is that I just want you guys to start thinking about the things that you can do for yourself that are lifelong things. You know, what can you do for yourself that's going to be something that you can do for a lifetime that is going to be so essential to the way that you function that it won't be something that you consider a resolution, but it will be making you better and it will be easy to do. And that's something that I want people to think about because when you sit down with a vision board, it's not just because it's the cool thing to do. You sit down with that vision board because you really want to make plain to yourself in the flesh and in the spirit what it is that you want. The Bible says, write the vision, make it plain. So you want to be able to visualize what you want. So you have clear, concise things to work towards. And you're showing yourself in God that these are the things that you want to be committed to. One of those things above all, because I've been kind of dealing with health things myself, being fatigued, not eating well, not drinking a lot of water, you know, not being in the gym like I need to and really taking care of myself as I get closer and closer to 40. We need to consider our health. And that's number one when we start talking about resolutions and goals and plans and making the vision plain. The first thing we should really be considering is what does it look like to be healthy? You know, what do I need to do in my life to really start to make positive changes? And it's funny because um, I, I was having a coffee and convo that I was inviting a fitness coach to come out. And I was on her page one day and I saw that she was saying um, her name is Ashley Reese. You guys can go out there and look for her. She manages Reese Fitness. Um, and I'll post her information on my social handles again. But she's going to come out in February to the next coffee and convo because uh, we had to move her appearance. But she was saying that when you implement something, don't be hard on yourself that you don't change your life overnight because overnight is not realistic. And, you know, I tell the women that I coach, even in emotional, you know, things that they're going through and, you know, self-care implementation, you just can't expect to be able to just snap your finger overnight and everything you want be in place. You have to sit with realistic, attainable goals. If you ate a cookie today, that's okay that you ate that cookie. Tomorrow, counterbalance that cookie with a smoothie. You know, even if you can't get to the gym five days a week for an hour, go three days a week for 30 minutes. You have to put yourself in a situation where your goals, though small, are attainable so that you can build on those goals, right? Instead of making yourself feel overwhelmed, because think about it. That's why we don't stick to New Year's resolutions. We don't stick to them because what? We set these big unrealistic goals and then we don't know how to keep them in our lives for a lifelong time period. Not that we don't want it to be done. We just can't commit to it because we bit off more than we could chew. Um, 
And then when you think about your spiritual, because I want to kind of put all of this in perspective, your health and your wellness and your mental and spiritual and emotional, they all tie together, right? So spiritual should have been the first place I started, but I'm here now. So let's get with it. Um, Spiritual, you need to ensure that you are always feeding your spirit. Your spirit, your relationship with your creator is just like any other relationship. If you don't feed it and nurture it, it doesn't grow. You know, when we want to be able to say we're more connected because we're seeking that actual guidance that we want, that guidance that we desire, we want that spirit of discernment. We want to know when we need to stay and when we need to flee a situation. Um, we need to be feeding our souls. So when you think about what the new year is going to look like for you, what type of things can you do to feed your soul? You know, maybe it might not be for some going to church. Some people just aren't churchy and I'm not being funny, but you can have a strong relationship with Christ outside of the church because there's a lot of people that sit on that pew that aren't, that aren't, does that have no business being there. How about we say that? Well, no. How about we say this? They need to be there because they trifling and they sitting in the church, not practicing on the outside of the church, what they pretending that they shouting about on the inside of the church. So think about some of the ways that you can do that. Make more time for prayer, make more time to read the word. If you don't have time to read, there's so many digital options these days. I'm such a big fan of audible. You know, you can download the Bible on audible. Um, Think of ways to continue to fortify yourself. Even when we talk about positivity, I'll bring Audible back into it. It is hard to be positive a lot of times when you've been through a lot of things. And, you know, one of my commitments to myself, even starting before this new year, was to continue to fortify myself with positivity when negative things come in. You know, as we're because we're human, right? negativity comes because we're living life and things happen and it gets us down because it doesn't look like we want it to look. It doesn't show up how we want it to show up. And it can really make us feel defeated. It can make us feel less than it can make us feel unworthy. So you always have to be fortifying yourself with positive energy, positive messages, positive words. You need to be hearing things speak life into you. And so one of my key ways is audible. You know, I find great books by great authors and they really pour into my spirit and they really help me, you know, look at things from a different perspective. So that's just one of the ways, you know, that's just one of the ways. Of course, a plan would have to be tailored to the way that you live your life. What would be beneficial to you? What would work best for the way that you live? You may be able to sit down and and read. But for me, my time doesn't work like that right now. So Things like that, even getting on YouTube when I'm at work, if I don't want to listen to Audible that day, I find something on YouTube I can listen to and stream it while I'm sitting at my desk. You know, just anything to keep your mind, you know, healthy. Because I'm going to tell you, when you've been depressed or when you've been down or when you've experienced things, it's such a comfortable space to stay in. So you've got to be willing to, you know, to do what it takes to work through that. Find what works for you. When it comes to setting your goals, when you sit down with that vision board that we were talking about and you start putting things on it, be realistic, be realistic in what is going to work for you and what uh, is sustainable. You know what I'm saying? So 
when you sit down with that vision board, what goals, what plans, what things can I do? What, what small steps can I take to even attain some of the things that are on this board that won't make me feel overwhelmed and make me feel defeated if it doesn't happen? Because when things don't happen the way you suppose you want them to happen, not supposed to happen, but the way that they're supposed to happen, that happens for a variety of reasons. And so you have to sometimes go back to the drawing board and say, okay, wait, let me figure this out. What is this? Why? Why is this not working out for me? Let me see which one of these steps didn't actually work so well so that I can scrap it, you know, readjust and move forward. So I really just want to give you guys a little bit of something you know, just to even um, get you on your way and get you started for the new year. Um, From an emotional perspective, purging is something that I really urge a lot of people to do because energy is in and around every single thing that you surround yourself with. So you have to make sure that you're willing to release yourself from the things that are stopping you from growing. Because no matter how many plans that you have, no matter how many vision boards, no matter how attainable steps you have, no matter how many conversations that you have with your creator, how much praying, how much meditation that you're doing, how much fasting, if you aren't allowing yourself to be free of the things that stifle your ability to really manage those strong connections with your creator, you're still going to be stuck in the place that you're in. And your mindset is not going to be transformed and renewed and revived and restored and rejuvenated so you can live that elevated life that I've been talking about. So instead of making it, instead of keeping things around you that no longer serve you, that are no longer purposeful or intentional for the way that you want to show up for yourself in the world. Because when you start showing up for yourself in the world the way you want to show up, you can show up for any and everything else in the way you want to show up. Because boundaries and different things like that. We've been talking about this stuff all year, guys. Boundaries are set. Things you are not willing to compromise are set. And that's when you can start freeing yourself because now you're not compromising. So learn to release yourself from an emotional perspective, from whatever it is that is not allowing you to see in peace the person that God is calling you to be. Because that person is going to be on hold until you are free. You know, until you're released from those things free until you are, you know, in a space where you can clearly hear God and you are being obedient until you can look at that vision board and have those attainable steps and be clear enough to walk in it. Because that vision board came to you to you through the discernment of the spiritual connection that you have formed, because now you're walking in obedience. See, all of these things tie together. And if you're not well, if your body is not able to carry you through everything it is that you are going to be going through and that you're going to need it to carry you through, then you have nothing at all. See, all these things work together. There's no clarity when you have no rest. And that's a part of your physical wellness. Your mind, your mind goes when you're not rested. I can tell y'all. I can be the most creative soul on the planet and create content for any and everybody out here. But when I'm not rested, I can't even come up with a motivational quote of the day. And I can tell how fresh I am when I can sit and start to plan things out for my business for 2019, record a podcast, write a blog and do motivational posts and an ad for my social media all in a 24 hour time period because I actually sat myself down and rested. 
So that I can give you guys that as an example of what that looks like, what rest and wellness and spiritual connection, all the, the clarity that comes with all of that. So I want you guys to start the new year really with all of those things that I said. Um, I really want you guys to start the new year with some clarity of self. What does my new year really look like? What do I want it to look like? And don't switch it up because it's a new year and then switch it back because the first quarter is gone and you're okay with the, the jump start that you had. You guys have to start being intentional in the way that you live your lives. And that does not mean to set a resolution, get online and tell everybody new year, new me. Okay, new year, new me. And then three months into 2019, you look like the same person you did in 2018. Or even 2017. Let's just keep it all the way 100. So think about what is lifelong for you. Think about who you want to be. Think about what that person looks like. Think about how she shows up in the world. Think about how he shows up in the world. Whoever might be listening. What does that, what does that mean for you? What changes need to be made? What relationships need to be cut loose? You know, what jobs need to be left? What things need to be thrown out? What text messages need to be deleted? What emails need to be deleted? You know what I mean? I need y'all to really put some of that stuff into perspective so it can come all full circle. It'll never come full circle as long as you have barriers in place that are not allowing you the opportunity to be everything you need to be. So so take this what are the priorities who do I want to look like what lessons have I learned and what about those lessons can help me be the person that's going to keep these lifelong tendencies in place what who is who is that person going to be and when you put that into perspective think about what you're willing to sacrifice in order to get to that place what are you willing to sacrifice to really get to that place those are the things I want you guys to think about when you think about a new year. So when you start thinking about what the new year looks like, just be clear, have clarity around that and then say to yourself, okay, what am I willing to sacrifice in order to be that person? Like what, what am I willing to do? What am I willing to give up? So hopefully that was good for you guys. I want you guys to go into the new year really clear, really focused on you and what you looks like. And, um, and think about that stuff, you know, and if ever you need help with formulating a plan, you know, getting something in place, that's going to really be of a benefit to you without a question, get on my calendar, www.purposefullybecoming.com without the E slash schedule. And we can get on a consultation to see if a individualized coaching program here would be what would work best for you. So let me just give y'all a quick little bit of what's coming up in 2019 for PBC. Um, I'm really excited because I'm really trying to get some more events and staple things in place. Uh, but initially coming up in January, January 27th in D.C. So if you're in the DMV area, get your tickets right now on Eventbrite. The seating is very limited. I'm only selling 21 tickets on Eventbrite. So if you are coming, get your ticket now. Because about half of them are gone now. And I want to make sure that if you want to be in the building, you are there. We have sponsors for the swag bags, all self-care items. I want to make sure that because self-care is such a big staple in my business that I, you know, I offer to the attendees 
self-care products. So I'm very excited about some of the natural skincare stuff that's coming. Um, we have a comedy CD coming. We have some uh, young lady bringing some lashes for you guys. It's just going to be really nice. I'm really excited about that. And we're going to have a panel. So there's some beautiful women from the local area. And then we have one coming from Philly that are going to be sitting on the panel. And we're just going to have some good girlfriend talk. You know, you bring your questions and we'll converse about it. You know, I'm all about facilitating healthy conversation with a, a positive group of women who are all looking to do the same thing. And that's grow. So that's going to be awesome. And then I'm going to start. I was doing it every week, but I'm going to scale it back to once a month. I do a virtual roundtable called Sisters Unwind. I do that virtually. That's cut off at 15 people. So we're going to do that once a month. I'm really excited about that. We've did it a couple times already. We've done it a couple of times already. And it's been really successful. And I really like the way that the women uplift, motivate, inspire, encourage one another. They share stories. We just have a really good time. And of course we have wine because I'm saved, but I like wine. So that's going to be going on as well. And then every month in the first two quarters of the year, we're going to be having a coffee and combo once a month at um, the coffee shop in Laurel, Maryland. If you are in the DMV, of course, because I am in the DMV. Uh, we'll be doing that every fourth Saturday at 1030 a.m. So please come out if you um, want to be a part of that. That is also limited seating. So, you know, everything is pretty intimate right now for PBC because of the way that I like to have the communication and the conversation. So those tickets will be available on Eventbrite as well. So make sure you come out. Um, if you are in the area, don't miss it. We will likely have guest facilitators every month, just someone to give a different spin and perspective to what it is that we're doing. So stay tuned for those announcements. And now I'll let y'all get out of here and enjoy the rest of your holidays. Enjoy the rest of your time with your ho with the holidays with your family and friends. And um, I, I had put out a blog post earlier that was talking about some of the feelings that I have been having. So I want to close it out with this this evening I want you guys to learn to be graceful with yourselves and I want you to learn to be graceful with others and I think at times we lose that sense of grace because we're in such a we're in such a live mode that we forget that holidays bring out some sadness and some emotion for people because it's such a joyous time of love and family. And some people have been through so much that they don't really have enough support to keep them up emotionally during these times. So if you see anything or if you feel anything, reach out to someone in your circle, you know, because I want everyone to feel loved and feel supported. And if you don't have that support system, it's time to begin to build around you what is going to be, you know, beneficial to you. So anyway, I love you guys and I hope you have a great new year and I will see you guys in 2019.